0: episode of platform podcast in this episode we will discuss how unspun is delivering custom fit jeans on demand with brooke McEver, who is the director of product innovation at unspun listed as one of the best inventions of 2021 by times magazine unspun is a robotics and digital apparel company building custom fit jeans for each consumer on demand
1: so hello and welcome to uh platform first very first the number one episode Um, of our podcast series. Um, Today, I'm gonna be discussing or talking to uh, Brooke McEver from Unspun Inc. uh, And discuss how Unspun are creating on-demand custom fit jeans. Welcome, Brooke.
0: Thanks for having me. This is exciting, first episode.
1: It is the very first, first of many, hopefully. So um, just before I start asking a few questions, obviously about yourself and the brand, do you want to give me just a little introduction to um, your professional background and what, you, what you're what you currently doing at Unspun?
0: Yeah, so um, I've been in the fashion space for about 10 years now. Um, previous to Unspun, I spent uh, a few years in Asia working in factories, uh, mostly mass production factories, um, the factory I worked at with Co. so that's uh, Bangladesh's uh, largest vertically integrated factory. So there I was working on sustainability projects focused on waste reduction and um, kind of impact calculations. Um, from there, uh, I have worked on projects with the uh, US State Department a little bit on labor and uh, labor tracking and addressing um, those situations that are happening in the factory on the ground um, and how to best work on that and then kind of met in the middle with the fashion and the tech space um, at Unspun uh, after I got my graduate degree at Stanford focused on fashion supply chain systems. Um, and at Unspun, I, I've i been here for about uh, three and a half years now. So first was really focused on the product. So the fit algorithms and um, really working on the the productions and operations and, and how everything works, and kind of have been transitioning now into uh, the director of uh, product innovation. So that's that's more, you know, working on like partnerships and collaborations, and kind of what's what what's next um, in the fashion space for for our company.
1: Nice. Well, what would you say are the um, the 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 main goals? for the, the brand when producing, um, using an on-demand model or the current, current strategy that's in place?
0: Yeah, I mean, um, and just, you know, a little bit of background on Unspun. So Unspun is um, a few things. Um, on, on one end, we are a brand, so we make custom and on-demand jeans for customers. And then on the other end, we are working on a hardware, um, a 3D weaving loom that will weave pants to shape without creating waste. So our whole company ethos is how to make the fashion world a better space through innovative technologies and software and in hardware as well. And then in the end, how to bring all all of that together. Um, So just like a a quick background on um, us holistically. Um, Where, what
1: what what came first? Was it the was it the um, the for, from the brand's point of view? Was it the the want to produce um, jeans and denim products, or was it the the technology? And that was that was simply a, a product that, that, um, that fit nicely into what what was trying to be done, what was trying to be achieved.
0: Yeah, I mean really how this started was uh Beth one of the the three founders of Unspun. She was really excited about the idea of additive manufacturing. Um so she was playing in that space for a while, then she she met Kevin um and Walden and they started thinking, well, you know, if you have additive ma- manufacturing, you can also make things custom and you can also make things um on demand. And so it that kind of spearheaded this this whole okay, well, can we have a perfect fit, and can we we make uh, algorithms or machine learning models um, to make pants that you know, or or clothing in general that do that, um, while also always working on this additive manufacturing piece. Um, so, so really, the idea started with the um, with a thought of additive manufacturing, um, but then the the custom and on demand models, the first one that we've been able to get off the ground, and then this year we're finally going to get the three D weaving loom off the ground as well. So. It's been uh, like a like a bit of both
1: yeah with, um, I, I myself have got um, some history in the in the additive or 3d printing um, area more manufacturing within aerospace and um, automotive and things like that um, what what from um, what the brand's trying to do at the moment obviously do with, with the 3d or the, the additive manufacturing. He, there's there's a lot of options with different sort of garments, different products. Are you are you guys obviously? I don't want the 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 brand secrets or what you guys are, are planning. But it, is there any sort of insight? I've noticed that um, a lot of your social platforms obviously added a little bit of research before the we had this discussion. Um, a lot of your users are, uh, are shouting and screaming about the brand, and the brand is great. Uh, but a lot of questions on: Are you going to be producing anything else? Is there is there anything within the additive manufacturing side that you're looking to move into or produce other than the the products that you, you guys are already producing?
0: Yeah, I mean, we're really thinking um, a lot about this right now because um, we've been very um, focused on the, the bottom, the bottoms category in the fashion industry. Why we started there is it's a notoriously hard thing to fit, um, especially in denim and especially with jeans. Um, so that's where we've we put our focus. Now that we've kind of we have our, our system in, in place, we're we're really excited about exploring other categories. Um so we are looking into that right now. And for our 3D weaving luminar pants that we're we're making out of that, um it's it's not actually denim. So um, there's a really there's a lot of exciting stuff coming out of that machine at the moment, but it's more of like a thick, chunky woven pants and it's kind of getting out of the the denim realm but we're we're very excited to talk to collaboration partners um to work with other brands um on you know custom-made t-shirts or custom-made denim jackets or you know like what is the next huge fit issue and inventory issue for for brands and customers that we can tap into here so we are really looking at that
1: the in terms of the customization and sort of made-to-measure trends. Where do you see the uh, the brand being in the future? I know it's very, very, um, a very, <laughs> a very broad question. But um, would you say within customization you're going to be uh, a leader in uh, a certain price bracket or within a certain product? What's the what's the not the end goal, but what would be the the dream scenario?
0: You know, I think we're, you know, I when you try to blend tech and fashion, it uh, it can be very confusing for, for customers as well. And we really want to break the mold of we want to be a custom and on-demand brand that is following the trends and being very trend forward um, and really trying to um, show that this model can compete and it can compete with uh with other products and, and other brands really well. It's not just about the technology, people have to love it, they have to wanna to buy it, it has to be relevant. Um, so sometimes you can get a little too bogged down in the tech and you can miss this kind of like fashion marketing uh, space or sometimes you know, you're know you you're too far in the fashion and marketing space and you're really actually missing out on a lot of tech opportunities. So I really see Unspun as the one to really bring those together in a way that uh, works and it's great technology and People get it and they want it, and it's, it's actually uh, products that are um, relevant to the culture today.
1: Would you, would you say that's the main challenge for the brand, finding the balance between, between the two, between obviously um, the, the, the tech itself and giving, giving uh, consumers or clients what, what they want in terms of product?
0: not really actually i mean uh, people are very vocal um you just have to listen to them and our model is really interesting because you have such deeper connections with your customer through you know having to help them through the scanning process or helping them through customizing or seeing what they customize and you know who they are there's so much information there so um we have all of that at our our fingertips and we're really able to you know put the customer in the middle of the Conversation and react on that. Um, I th- I would say that you know more more challenges that we face are more about all of the the communication there. So it's you know it's the paradox of choice when you go custom there can be too many options. So how do you make people feel like they can personalize things and it can be custom without completely overwhelming them um, with a ton of options? So we're we're really trying to find the sweet spot there to showcase what we do and make sure that all of uh you know even if there's some outlier customers that want something a little bit different that they can do that without showing showing too many options there um and then yeah and then as far as uh explaining to them as well with custom you know it's it's interesting like we use platform e on our um websites where people can go in and they can customize, you know, the, the fabrics, the thread color, you know, they can, they can really see what, what everything looks like. But I think the next step for us would be, okay, so, and but how, how can you build out a library of, of avatars? Um, so they can actually see what it looks like on them. Uh, so there, there's a bit of a a leap. And when you're going so custom, like we are, like the body shapes can drastically change. So how to accurately communicate to the customer, what this is going to look like, but what this is going to look like on you. So that's yeah. a really important piece of the, the puzzle for us as well.
1: It's definitely. Um, definitely. So are, are you guys working within virtual fit at the moment or is it simply um, selective sizes or what's the what's the plan around the, the sort of fit strategy?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, really, uh, we have proprietary software that we're, we're using right now that help us with our fit. So you have a body, you know, you come in, you order a pair of jeans, you get a body scan um, and then our software understands, OK, what have you ordered? Um, we look at the body as 10,000 data points instead of a set of measurements, um, and then we build the pan around the avatar. And, and while that's happening, you know, we've got rules in place. Um, It's kind of balancing like what they've ordered with rules of geometry with then like this layer of subjectivity because, you know, academic fit can only get you so far. You really need to understand like how people want this item to fit. Um, And that could change, you know, based on their, their body shape, their age, their location. So that's like a really important layer to build in for us. So once we have that pattern, then we use a variety of 3D softwares to kind of like map it on the body make sure that the drape looks good and the heat maps are looking good um, as a, just a final check. And then we have systems that we use to communicate to the factories on, um, you know, exactly what thread colors to use, who the customer, you know, like um, where where it's going. Um, and so it's it's also about the communication with the factory to make sure it says, Smooth and easy as possible for them as well, um, because when you're making on demand um, and and custom and changing thread colors and changing fabrics, um, it can become confusing. So making sure that we stream like that is streamline that is really important.
1: Okay, um, going going back, I mean just to just to cover. Um, let's say final points uh, in terms of the brand and um, the the business from your previous experience going from um, or looking or working within mass-produced models the the difference to working now on demand what would you say is the biggest um, the biggest benefit um, not only in sustainability but would you say for a business moving forward
0: yeah I mean as a financial point, I mean it, inventory, right? So you know yeah. we're we're in this system where we're we're really trying to guess what consumers want, and sometimes we can do that really well, but some sometimes we 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 can't. And now you have this whole system of trying to like guess and match with the with the customer. You've got inventory waste in the fashion space. We know some stuff that's going on with the inventory waste right now. It's um it's a very hard thing to manage and to know what to do with when you can't sell it. So really uh, that is not only a sustainability opportunity, but it's also a financial opportunity um, for, for a business model. So I think that that's really interesting, the, the zero inventory there. And then when you think about fit, um, just going to like the customer, you know, traditional brands, you know, they have a few fit models that are of certain proportions and then they have a grading set that they grade out. And then everybody needs to you know, kind of compromise and squeeze into these three portions. Um, so really many people are compromising on fit and it's very hard for them to understand brand to brand, You know, if this fits me in this brand, but it, it doesn't actually fit me in this brand, the sizes are changing. It's a very confusing space for the customer. And especially when you're talking about jeans and especially when you're moving more into online shopping. So this is becoming like a very frustrated area For customers, and I think that this is a really great opportunity to kind of make it like a better experience for them. And then the third thing that I think is a huge opportunity space here um, is the relationship between the brand and the customer, and the customer and the and the product. You know, when you think about you know sixty percent of garments going into landfills within the first twelve months of them being made, um, you're like you know, wow, like why, why is that? And I the do think that- The consumer
1: doesn't have much of a connection to the, to the product itself, if it's just being um, thrown away um, so wastefully. Do, do, do you find that the, the clients, because they'll be able, they're able to customize certain aspects, they, they grow a relationship with the or because they feel part of the design process, they have um, more of a closer relationship to the brand itself.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's twofold. One, again, is just fit, right? Because, you know, this is the reason why you own 10 pairs of jeans and you only wear two religiously every day and the rest just sit there. Um, so it, it, it's a bit of that. And then it's also a bit of we have a really tight relationship and communication with our customers. Um, they really trust us. And we're really one of the the strongest things we do is we build those relationships because we have these extra touch points. Um And yeah, and I think being able to customize and pick a thread color, like in our system, you can put a red thread on a black pant. People do it all the time, and they just love it. And they, um, and I think when you bring them into that design process, uh, the pants immediately become more valuable to them emotionally.
1: Okay, so um, before. Um, so that uh, enough basically information that I'll be I'll be asking or questioning on a on the brand itself. Just a, a few questions for you personally, just before um, we, we sort of end the, the conversation. Um, apart from Unspun, obviously being you, your your favourite brand on the planet at the moment, um, is there any, any brand that you're impressed with at the moment or that you think are pushing boundaries? It, it could be a small brand, it could be a large brand. Is there something out there that you've noticed recently that impresses you personally in what they're doing and, and uh, the way that they're working?
0: Yeah. I mean, we just launched a collaboration with Pangaea and I, I mean, this, this isn't really about customization, but I'm really excited to see a brand really dive into the materiality of their clothes. And really they are, they're half material researchers and, and half designers and the brand is blowing it out of the water. And it's so exciting to see that and how they you know explain their sustainability stories uh I, I i think is really 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 exciting um oh man there's there's so many brands i just don't even know where to start here
1: <laughs> with it let's let's keep it to one more and then um
0: yeah I'll i mean, I on mean ju- just e- even a brand i was just talking to uh yesterday uh four days again they're you know they they make t-shirts and sweat, you know, like sweatpants and sweatshirts and and all all of this. But actually, you know, you don't realize that half how they spend their time is understanding the recycling systems behind all of this. So everything's made from previously recycled clothes. They have drop off bins that they actually do things with. And because they're they're really trying to actively work on this, it's a huge part of their operations, but you know it as a customer, you'd go on the website and you're like, "Oh, I like this, and I want to buy it so again, just like so much happening underneath that's kind of baked into their story and business model while at the same time having a very successful brand. I just love those stories in general, so
1: yeah, there are like like you say, there are, there are quite a lot of um brands at the moment um pushing boundaries and and doing doing the right thing um in both large and small brands mid mid sized brands. The, the, the last or final question um, that would like to ask um, maybe some of the viewers that, that will see this across our social and things like that are um, students or people that would like to be in a similar position as yourself or get to a similar stage as yourself within the fashion industry. Have you got any advice for um, students, people, people new in the industry that are, that are looking to get to a similar position as yourself?
0: It's interesting. Again, again,
1: very, very, (laughs) very broad. I
0: I mean, I talk a lot with with students um, that are trying to navigate this, particularly the sustainable fashion space. Um, And and it's really hard because when you graduate, there's there's no job that's like sustainability designer, you know, or sustainability textile, you know, assistant, you know, there's not a good path. so in my mind, there's there's two paths to take. I mean, one is just find a brand that you're obsessed with, um, and just email them and and get that you know get on their radar. And chances are, if they're a growing brand, a position will will be open and you can sneak in there. But I also believe that these larger brands, being a person that's that's in the textile department or in the design department and being a sustainability advocate can be very, very powerful. So I also don't like to dissuade people. Um, and you also learn a lot. So, um, but I, I've seen people, you know, go go into companies and really, you know, be pieces of the puzzle that turn things around. So um, I think that that's really important too. I mean, when I was working in the in the factory in Bangladesh, I started as a textile designer. Um, And then slowly, after three years, built the sustainability department that was running upcycled lines and had 30 people in it as well. And that was just through being curious and, you know, doing some projects on the side and then kind of presenting some of the results and getting everybody excited. So I think that there's a lot, a lot that can be done in that space as well.
1: Nice. Well, um, congratulations on the success and obviously the success of the brand. Um, I'd like to thank you. Brooke, for joining me, it was a it was a pleasure to learn more about you and Unspun. Um, and thanks to all the listeners and viewers for the updates on our next episodes. You can subscribe to our newsletters or um, follow us on our social channels. Again, thanks, Brooke. It was a it was an absolute pleasure.
0: Thanks for having me.
1: Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye
0: bye. <laughs> bye.